It's Lamar Gibbs. Welcome to the Thoughts of Redemption podcast, where we celebrate the process of thought and God's hand in it. What's going on, everybody? It's Lamar Gibbs of the Thoughts of Redemption podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this newest episode. Um, A lot's been happening. A lot's been happening. Usually, the episodes are released a lot earlier on Saturdays. I do it on Saturdays because I get the time to sit and talk and not have as much distractions before uploading it but um anyways it's it's been a dope dope week um and this podcast is a special podcast because i was able to go to chicago this past week or last week i should say because i got back on monday but i was able to go to chicago for the legacy conference like the legacy conference is a conference mainly attended by millennials um, it's for everybody, but it's, it's a conference where um, discipleship is the focus, training people how to make disciples and to be disciples. And it's a dope conference that's been going on for a few years now, and it's uh, led by Brian Dye, who also has the Legacy Church, which is a home church movement, which is not something that you usually hear about um, when it comes to churches, because you usually have buildings that we go to every week, um, but they are a church where they actually have churches set up in homes and then like once a month they'll go and meet together at a, at a building uh, to just come together and meet up and, and to do what we do in church on a regular basis but um so yeah it's it's, dope. it's a dope conference i went the last time two years ago uh, 2016 and uh in many ways this trip was different than the two years ago um and one way was i had more freedom to rent a car out and go around Chicago more freely and, and hang out more because the first time that I went to Chicago, I, I did I, it was my first time going and you know I just wanted to make sure I was I knew what I was doing and and I kind of stuck to the book so to speak of the things that I wanted to do. I wanted to go to the conference and so I went to the conference and I met some people and I just wanted to, I I wasn't as explore, explorative I guess if that's the word. I wasn't ready, I wasn't apt to explore as much as I did this year when I went. Um, last year was, I mean the last year, the, the last time I went to that conference, it was a really dope conference um, as well. I really learned a lot um, in those workshops and things of that nature. So I was really excited to go again this year. I, it's funny because I wasn't gonna go at first. I wasn't gonna go to the Legacy Conference because financially, I didn't see it as as a wise move. And as the weeks kept coming up or the months kept coming up and I saw promotion of the, of the conferences, I find out that one of my good friends was doing a workshop. Shout out to Angie Rose, um, who, if you have not visited the blog in a while, I featured her on my Thoughty Change series where I do video testimonies of people explaining or expressing how God changed their thought process in life. And so she was one of the featured guests that I used on there, but she had a workshop on missions. And if you want to check her out, uh, follow her at Angie Rose Music on IG and Twitter and on Facebook. Um, the website is angierosemusic.com. You can really check her out. Please support her and her Unstoppable Foundation, which has just received nonprofit status. So I'm definitely proud of her and what she's doing. But she had she had her own workshop at the Legacy Conference on Missions. Then shout out to my friend Philip Joubert, um, an old friend that I used to go to Nyack College with. By the way, Angie Rose also went to Nyack College. 
Um, but uh, he, we went to Naya College together, and he was a part of the Legacy Rap Showcase. And the Rap Showcase is a part of Legacy where there are rappers that enter, uh, entered in from submissions that they submitted throughout the year, and Legacy chooses them to be in the showcase that are uh, chooses them to be um, in the showcase where they are standing before judges and they're judged by their performance and things of that nature. And if they whoever wins gets to perform at the Legacy Fest, I'm gonna explain all of this, but they get to perform at the Legacy Fest, which is a big festival um, that Legacy holds in the community on the final day of the conference. Even though the conference is technically over on the Friday because there's no more workshops and everything, but on Saturday they do a community outreach and on the rap stage, the winner of the showcase gets to uh, perform a set there. And so my friend was my friend was able to get into the Legacy, the uh, Legacy Rap uh, Showcase. And that was a big accomplishment because he mentioned um, on his platforms that it's, he did a, a few entries before getting in, so it was a big deal. So just to have two of my friends uh, be a part of the conference, and then to see that there were other people that I knew that were going there, it was just like, man, I think I, I, I felt the pull even more to go into fellowship and to connect. And then, and it's crazy because like, as I think about, about preparing to go to the conference, remember I said that I was dealing with um, whether or not this was a financially feasible decision. But then I, I kind of saw how, how I could move some stuff around and, I, and, and because, because I really wanted to go, uh, I made the way to go and, and you know how you plan for something and you're, you're, you're kind of nervous and you think, oh, well, I might not have enough, but you know, we're going to see if we can work it out. And then life happens and you get that bill, that one annual bill that you, you forgot about all year, that joint comes out right around the time you're about to leave, then you got other expenses that come up, and then you looking, and you thought you were spending this amount, and you end up spending crazier amounts of money, and it's like, wait a minute, how did I get here? I wasn't I wasn't ready for this. That was me. That was me. I, I, I felt myself getting frustrated. I felt myself um, complaining, and I felt myself, I experienced complaining. I was complaining, I was frustrated, I was just thinking about how, oh, man, how I'm gonna work this out because now I'm gonna be in a hole. I don't wanna feel like I'm, I'm gonna be struggling to pay off all of this debt and, and, and the rest of the year and all that stuff. And and man, before I went to that Legacy Conference, I felt the impulse to come before the Lord in prayer, come before the Lord to worship, just to celebrate the Lord, just to enjoy His presence. And I'm telling you, man, when you settle in your heart and when you make the time to spend time in prayer, to spend time in worship, to spend time away from all of the things that bother you in your mind, to spend time away from all of the things that that make you feel overwhelmed, and you focus and you refocus and you focus on the Lord, amazing things happen. And the Lord truly, because He desires to fellowship with us, and because He desires for us to be attentive to His will and His heart, you come and you really get to refocus. And it literally refocused my attention and intentions on going to this conference. Yes, I was going to see my friends and support them. Yes, I was going because I love the Legacy Conference, um, but I was able to see that really God truly did want me to go there. And, and it was confirmed by the, the things that was experienced at the conference and things that I ha had opportunity to do that I wasn't having opportunity to do in the past. And I'm gonna explain that later on 
uh, when I give the, share the news as exclusive exclusive to this podcast, I'm sharing news on a video that I was able to get for Thoughts He Changed, but I'll share that later. But when I spent time in the Lord's presence and I was encouraged, um, I had my purpose and mission clarified for going to Legacy, then I felt at peace regardless of the expenses that were piling up and regardless of the unseen circumstances and, and situations that I saw popping up, I still saw, set myself, saw myself going there. And, and you know when I talked about in the earlier podcast on faith, about me needing to increase my faith, that was, that was part of the, the part of the increase um, that I needed because like I said in, in the podcast, like when you are at a certain level of faith, and when you pray at a certain level of where your faith is, you kind of miss out on how God can supernaturally show himself strong in your life and i don't know and and it was just this circumstance of going to this conference and having these financial issues and difficulties come up where i started seeing man i need to increase my faith i need to really trust that the lord is yahweh yireh the lord who provides that he really does supernaturally provide financially for the needs that are in your life and when you have a purpose to do certain things and you have a calling and a heart to do certain things that you shouldn't feel, feel hampered or held back or fearful that you're not gonna get the provision that you need uh, that'll put you in a place where you can even give even more to, to things that are, are needed to do. And may this encourage you guys because you know, as a creative, as a person that is running with this Daughter Redemption idea and this vision that God has given me, it, it takes a lot of money um, to, to put on what I see the Lord taking this to and you know life can hit you in many different ways and, and you can have many different burdens on your mind and when you're wondering how things are going to pop up, how things are going to happen, how are things going to be put together, how, God, how is God going to use relationships that you see can be effective in building what it is that he wants to do in you and it's, it's hard at times to surrender based on, surrender whatever you're going through in your mind to what the heart and the will and intent of the Lord is, but it's literally a daily practice that you have to do. And I encourage you just like I'm doing myself to seek the Lord and to ask him to increase your faith, faith to help your, help you from your unbelief because your unbelief can literally, literally rob you from the experiences of power, the experiences of God's love and how he demonstrates his supernatural power and provision in your life. If you're always afraid of, Oh, if I don't know exactly what's going to happen, if I don't know exactly the route that I need to take in order for things to take place, then I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to feel safe. Then you're never going to really go in the ways that you often hear about from people where God is able to move in their life. But yeah, got to Legacy, got to Chicago rather, before the Legacy Conference. And this time, it's funny because this year, um, rather than in 2016 when I went, when I went in 2016, I went... And I, sh I flew at a time where I was able to show up to the conference on that night so that I can register and I can check into my, to my uh, dorm because I was staying in the Moody Bible Institute and they have dorms there. And I, I planned to show up at that time. This time, I had a lot more freedom, like I said earlier, because I rented a car to go up there earlier and I was doing a lot more exploring earlier. 
there was a museum uh, called the American Writers Museum. And it's a museum basically that highlights the writers of the American, of the Americas, uh, that highlights the writings of American citizens, that highlights the writings of black, white, Hispanic, women, men, um, just highlighting America and all of its written tapestry. Whether it was talking about um, justice, slavery, women's rights, uh, whether it's literature, you know, novels, um, and, and any any type of writer that has an influence. And as a writer, I felt that it was my duty. Once I searched up this place, I found out because I was searching up things to do in Chicago, and I found out that they had this place. Excuse me. I found out that they had this place, and I was like, I have to go there. And so one of the first things I did was go to the museum after going to a place called Batter and Berries. I had some good food. You know, if y'all know me, that you listen to this podcast and you know me, you know, I love food. I'm a foodie. Anyways, um, checked out a place that a friend recommended to me, a Chicago native recommended to me called Batter and Berries, which was great. And then I headed to the American Writers Museum. It was a, it was a really powerful experience just reading the writings and, and seeing just the thread of how things go in history and and how your environment can even influence your way of writing um, whether you have what's called realism you're writing with realism so you're writing based on like what's really going on in, in, in the world or or you're, you're doing different types of writing then you may be influenced a lot by your environment or your way you're growing up and, and things of that nature and so I went there did all that and then Made my way to, to the dorms, registered, and for that first night went to experience the, the pre, pre-legacy, if you want to call it that, um, worship and fellowship get-together that they had in that evening, which was great. It was great to meet new people. It was great to, to worship and connect and just be there, be there, just, just happy to be there, happy to get there safely, happy to do the things that I was doing. And... The theme for Legacy, I don't know if I said it already, but the theme for this year's conference was Devoted to Fellowship. And I'm so glad that I went again because, you know, God continues to illustrate that when he has things intended for you, a lot of confirmations come up. Uh, And this year, fellowship has been an important part of what God wanted to do with me, as in being more intentional with the people that I fellowship with, how I connect um, with the men in my life, how I connect with people in my life, being more intentional, setting up more time to, to talk on the phone or to, to meet up and, and, and have coffee or tea. I don't like coffee. To have tea or just, just to meet up and, and talk and catch up and really taking that, that important, um, making that, those important habits and fellowshipping with other people. And then to come to the conference where it's literally a conference that's named Devoted to Fellowship was amazing. And... It was an incredible conference, man. Like the sessions were awesome. The session that stood out the most to me was the truth, the general session, I to say, that stood out the most to me was the truth session uh, where I spoke about the essentials in community. And he talked about restoration, how, how to restore an individual that has fallen into trespasses. And it really rocked our worlds the way that he was able to break down the passage in Galatians about ye who are spiritual restoring a person who has fallen into sin and a lot of times we we kind of deal we kind of don't know how to deal a lot of times with people that are falling 
into sin or getting caught up in, in, in ways. And, and so that really stood out to me. Um, other general session speakers were Rich Perez and his wife, Anna Perez. Um, pardon me, I'm forgetting it's two other ones that, that had some impactful messages. And, and of course the workshops, which, which always has intrigued me about legacy. The workshops were something that was incredible and they stood out so, so, so well. Um, they, I, I, I picked four workshops because, and I picked them intentionally for the things that they were talking about. Um, because each, as you know, when, when it comes to conferences, they have tracks that they, they deal with. They have tracks that the workshops fall along the lines of. So they had, for example, they had an apologetics track. They had a marriage, a family track. They had a politics track. They had um, a race track. They had um, um, education. I believe they had an education track. It was, it was so comprehensive, the tracks that they had, that the workshops fell under. And it was so much um, topics that were, were addressed at this conference that is not really addressed often. In the body of Christ, and so it was so intriguing just reading. It was just really hard to choose because I only had four workshops to choose from that I was able to go to, and it was so hard to choose those workshops. But I found the four that I really wanted to choose, and uh, the first one that I went to was called uh, the Multi Generational Church. I think it was called Millennials, Mothers, and, and something else. See, they had they had nice titles for these for these things, but <laughs> I remember that the the the, the uh, workshops more so by the topic rather than the, the the titles that were given they had some dope titles though but uh, pardon me for not having the flashiness of the titles to give to y'all but they had um uh the, the work first workshop that i went to was the multi-generational uh workshop um by the, the guy whose name is pastor nathan and from kentucky and uh the workshop focused on his experiences with running um, uh, a church that has um, multiple generations within it. So you have the the elder, uh, the older generation. I want to say elderly. Sorry, <laughs> the older generation, and then you have the millennials that were in the church, and it was really really interesting because um, there wasn't as much youth. He he mentioned in his church um, because that church is a very historical church in Kentucky. If I'm remembering, if it's Kentucky, please forgive me. But um, it was called Forest Baptist Church. And that church was started by a slave who was deeded land by her former master. And she, it was established in a forest. They used to meet in the forest. So they literally named it Forest Bible Church. And so that church has history in it, tradition in it, legacy. And then you're in the modern day, you're in the present time. And it's like to try to transition how do you keep how do you keep the traditions how do you keep the history intact how do you keep those that are older in the church um moving along with the younger and how does the younger interact with the older how's he how does the older interact with the younger and there was so many great great um points that he made about the, the external factors of building a multi-generational church versus the internal factors so the external factors would be okay um gender, uh, ethnicity, um, uh, culture. It could be 
um, the type of music, like I said, this culture, but the type of music that we play, um, a lot of people, a lot of churches struggle with it, especially if you have multi-generational churches, they struggle with how to navigate with the old and the young based on the musical styles that they're attracted to, that they like, and how, how, does that, how does that balance out? Versus the internal factors, which is spiritual maturity. What is the spiritual maturity and the makeup of your church? Are they, are they mature enough to accept change? Are they mature enough to, to move and grow together? Um, how they, are, are they mature in interpersonal relationship with each other? Because, you know, we pick up certain cues and, 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 and concepts in our mind about how to relate to people um, based on our experiences, based on how other people told us. And, you know, the Lord, thoughts of redemption, right? The Lord changes the, our way of thinking and changes our way of interacting a lot uh, with each other. And so that was an amazing workshop. Then, of course, you had our friend Angie Rose with her workshop for missions. And uh, she spoke about the seeds, the seeds that we plant as missionaries or the seeds that we plant as, as believers. We're ministering to people that are in need of the gospel and we're planting these seeds. And she gave it a, a new twist, a new look on planting seeds, because usually when we talk about planting seeds, we talk about um, some are planted in the fallow ground, some are planted in, in the, the good ground, some are planted in the ground of thorns. And we kind of just look at it as, as that, that, that one time planted thing and, 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 and based on how the heart is, it receives it. But we don't look at it as, okay, the follow ground could actually still become fertile ground. And so because you're planting in follow ground right now, it might not grow. But then because the ground is watered over time, whether it's through you or through other people, it can get to literally the place where that follow ground turns to fertile ground and you plant those seeds and those seeds really start to grow. And, and when you start planting those seeds, it produces fruit. And you know, as a farmer, if you're planting seeds for things to grow, you get to eat of what you planted. Um, and so in the same way, when you're planting it as missions, as missionaries to so the culture and wherever you're in, you, you even receive back because people want to give back because you're giving and it's often a cycle. And so she just kind of gave workshop just talking about her unstoppable foundation that I mentioned earlier and what she was doing in Puerto Rico after the hurricane hit and the, the centers that were established as a result and the different people in the island of Puerto Rico that wanted to give back to help and, and just how things happen and things, things spring forward when you do things according to the kingdom of God and how God is able to respond to that. And, and so that was a great, 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 great workshop. And then the next one that I went to the next day, which is a Friday, was a workshop on the immigrant which gave an expository summary of the parable of the Great Samaritan and how it helps us to deal with the immigrant issues that we deal with today uh, because we need to wonder who is our neighbor. How, how do we treat somebody that um, may not be what's desired? So say if the immigrant came here illegally, that's not something that you want. You want the law to be legal. You want legality to rule. You don't want anarchy. But then at the same time, you want to have um, compassion and love on people that are in need and see the, the ways in which you can make things work out together. And, and so that was a great, great workshop on how he was able to, take, to, to build upon who the neighbor is and, and how we treat our neighbor and how, how, how we look when we treat our neighbors in the ways that we treat them. And, um, yeah, man. Yeah. And the last workshop that I went to was a workshop that was totally amazing for me. Um, 
and I'm going to reveal this on the podcast. I haven't actually spoken publicly about this. I've told a few people um, in my life personally. Um, but this workshop, this last workshop is called, was called Broken Vessels and it was led by Vanessa Cruz. Um, and if you listen to Christian hip hop, um, Vanessa Cruz is the wife of uh, Script, the, the rapper Script. And um, she's a the therapist and, and now, as I know now, God has been using her to, to make a difference in the lives of people through counseling and therapy. And she was just giving a biblical framework, a biblical worldview, a, bibl a biblical look on what mental health is. Uh, how to approach mental health, how to deal with mental health as a believer, how to, how to, to look at it. And, and, she, she, and, and it's funny because I, 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 I'm familiar with it a little more because of what I want to share with you about what I share with other people. Let me, let me share it, let me share it now. I'm sorry if I'm going all over the place, guys, but yeah, this is live, this is where we, this is where we at. Um, so, about two years ago, I started the blog four years ago, uh, 2014, in August. So it's four years um, next month. And two years in, um, in the midst of doing Thoughts He Changed, um, the, the, the video series Thoughts He Changed and everything, it was one day the Lord literally dropped in my heart that Thoughts of Redemption is going to be have an intentional mental health focus in the future. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know what structure it's going to take. But just know that Thoughts of Redemption, while it means process, celebrating the process of thought and celebrating God's hand in that process of thought, it also has um, a powerful meaning of mental health because thoughts of redemption god is redeeming the mind and so this workshop really impacted me because it confirmed a lot of the things that god was showing me in regards to mental health where i was learning through people or just reading and, and seeing a lot of confirmation um because having a biblical framework for mental health means that we look at the fall of man and how it affects the mind how it affects our way of thinking, how it affects physio physiologically, right? How it affects us with, with our, our hormones, our chemicals, and and the way that the brain processes things in life, and the triggers that come up, the trauma that we experience that rewires the brain, the neuroplasticity, and all of these different kind of things that really affect how our health is mentally. And so it was an amazing workshop that showed how um, we use truth, we use the hope of the gospel um, to pursue our mental health, to pursue optimal mental health, to pursue um, you know mental wholeness in Christ. Because you got to understand when you see um, the power of God manifesting in the life of a, of a believer. The Bible still says we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So the power of the Holy Spirit can move in a life. And power can take place and things can happen. And there's still processes that need to be taking place in the sin-cursed world where we are, are thinking like the king. And we are having our minds renewed. We are being transformed and, and things of that nature. And so mental health can really be a powerful impact on how we're interacting with God, how we're interacting with each other in the body of Christ, how we interact with the world. Um, how certain triggers may affect us or hinder us in the body of Christ from relating to one another in an effective and optimal way. And, and 
when you think about it, the, the fall of man affected our bodies. And so because of the, because of the sicknesses that result, we have doctors that are trained in how to learn what our body is like and how to address the needs of the body physically. And we go to the doctor, we get our checkups, we go to our primary care providers and they provide us with a, 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 a checkup and, and if things need to be dealt with, they get dealt with, because you get sent to specialists. And in the same way, our mental health is that exact same way where um, you, you know where your mind is and you know how your mind is affected by certain things. And there are people that are trained and how to access things that you may have even repressed, to access things that you may have even repressed underneath, um, to access things that are traumatic to you, to work through things in a way that brings honor to God, that brings freedom to you, um, that gives you more opportunity to be a blessing to the world. So amazing workshops, amazing conference. I had an amazing time in Chicago. I met new friends. Shout out to Tamara Young of Art Soul Radio. Um, I was able to meet a few other people. Um, just had a great, amazing time fellowshipping with friends from Nyack College. Shout out to Dom, Pastor Dominique um, from, why am I forgetting his church? I am so sorry, Dominique. Yo, in Tennessee, um, don't worry. Yeah, Dominique Lee, Mr. Dominique Lee, Pastor Dominique Lee, um, who is now in Tennessee. And getting to see my friend Philip Joubert, getting to meet new friends like uh, Lamar Riddick and um, uh, uh, Nathan, which was Philip's cameraman, getting to just meet different people out there, getting the fellowship, um, getting to uh, uh, just really enjoy and soak up um, everything happening. And no, I did not get a deep dish pizza. I got it the last time in 2016. Deep, dip, deep dish pizzas are all right. Shout out to New York though, pizza is New York. In, in Italy, of course, Italy, but New York is better than Chicago, hands down. No debate, sorry. And last but not least, we come to the Legacy Fest. And, oh wait, before I go to that, I'm sorry. Um, I said that this conference was special for me because I was able to do something, I had an opportunity to do something that I was trying to get done for a long time now. And if you remember from last year, when I did the Christian hip hop series on the thoughts of, of Thoughts He Changed, right? I did the um, CHH version for Thoughts He Changed. So I had like kind of series where I wanted to feature different people. And so I featured Richie Righteous, I featured Angie Rose, which I mentioned, I featured The Saga, I featured Jerry Sanders, whose album just came out yesterday, shout out. Hurry up and wait, please check that out. Um, and I featured Richard Dolphin, shout out to Richard Dolphin, who's working as well. Um, and there was one more person that I wanted to, to to record and get the video for before I actually released that edition. But just things didn't work out in the way and, and so it never really happened that way. But going to Legacy, I finally had the opportunity to, drum roll please, I was able to get Eshawn Burgundy for Thoughts He Changed. And so you, whenever you see this podcast, you may see it before it comes out. It's gonna come out next week, Lord willing. That is the plan to release it next week. I am so excited for you guys to see the video from Ishan Burgundy. It's something that I wanted for a long time and I'm so grateful that he took the opportunity to do it. And, and so for that even alone, just getting that was a blessing um, amongst all the other things that I had. And so now to talk about the Legacy Fest. 
the last time I went to, to Legacy, I actually didn't get to go to Legacy Fest um, because I was able to meet up with um, cool friends of mine that were in Chicago and we just hung out for, for that day before I left the Saturday. But this year, I had the opportunity to attend Legacy Fest. Um, and Legacy Fest, and I'll explain again, Legacy Fest is uh, a festival that they, actually you should call it that, a festival that they put on in the city of Chicago where there's outreach done, there's, there's evangelism that's done, there's uh, missions work that is done in the city for whatever needs that are in the community that they're serving. And they literally address um, the community and they show love to the community and they serve. They have volunteered, the people that attended the conference literally volunteer uh, to serve um, in the Chicago, Chicago communities. And there's a concert that is put on in, in Grantfield Park in Chicago. And you had everybody from Dayton to Eshawn Burgundy to The Truth to Cannon uh, to Andrew, uh, that's Andrew Rose? I think I said Andrew Rose. Um, uh, no big deal, uh, script again, and it was special. It was special. It was special. It was special because in 2016, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have, um, my camera or anything of that nature. But this year I had my camera with me because I started vlogging last year, I guess last year, I think I started vlogging, but yeah, last year, last year. Last year I started vlogging because that's like I got my camera last year. Um, but this year I had my camera with me. I was able to bring my stand set up in, in, in the park and get some great videos of some great artists. And I uploaded some of it to YouTube if you're subscribed to the YouTube channel, which by the way, you can subscribe, go into Thoughts of Redemption um, on YouTube. Just type that in Thoughts of Redemption and you'll see the profile pop up literally. Um, but yeah, I was able to catch a lot of content. I still have some other content to put out. And, and yeah, man, Legacy Fest was, was a great time. It was a great time out there. It was a great time hanging out there, man. And uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Really enjoyed my time out there in Chicago. I definitely want to go to Chicago again. I want to explore even more in Chicago. I want to hang out with more friends, a lot more intentional fellowship. Um, even outside of Legacy, I would like to visit again. Um, even if I had to speak out there. I mean, if y'all trying to bring me out there to Chicago, let me know. But um, yeah, it was dope conference, dope time for fellowship, dope time for God speaking into my life. I uh, felt invigorated, felt encouraged. Um, my faith, I felt that my faith grew and how to process inconveniences, which I talked about um, in the podcast. I talked about inconveniences and how they're a pet peeve for me and helped me to, to really go to go when god wants me to go and so hope you enjoyed uh my recap of the legacy conference hope you enjoyed um hope you get to enjoy the artists that i mentioned please look them up um please just search on social media search on google for any of the artists that are named in this podcast look them up be blessed by their music man be blessed by their ministry sow into them put money into them if you if you have it please um, if you want to put money um, into Thoughts of Redemption as well, I do have a link on the website. Um, you can go to thoughtsofredemption.com slash donate and you can send uh, money on my way um, if you feel that this is a blessing for you and, and you can provide in any way. But I am so grateful for the experiences that I had at Legacy and I'm looking forward to the next six months of this year 
for the rest of this year and for the things that God has planned to do. And I'm looking forward to see the work of the Lord and the things that he wants to do. So until next time, this is Lamar Gibbs from Thoughts of Redemption. Stay tuned to the website. I just came out with a new piece last night uh, called God. God's power is revealed in consistency too, because we often uh, look at a consistent lifestyle in Christ and we don't really value the testimony of that consistency and God's power in that more than we may value how God transforms a person from a former lifestyle to a Christ-centered lifestyle in a dramatic and awe-inspiring way. And they're both powerful in their own way. So I encourage you to check out that piece, man. Um, stay tuned to the website, thoughtsofredemption.com. Subscribe to all the outlets on Thoughts of Redemption, Instagram, Thoughts of Redemption, Twitter, underscore, T-O, Redemption, Facebook, Thoughts of Redemption. You can email me at thoughtsofredemption at gmail.com and stay in touch and stay blessed. And we out of here. God bless y'all.